We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to Nat Chat for Sunday, July 18th, along with Nationals insider Mark Zuckerman of MassInSports.com. I'm Al Galdi, host of the Al Galdi podcast. We are taping this Saturday night, July 17th at around 11 p.m. I am in my basement studio. Mark is in his car in the parking garage at Nationals Park, where we have had a night to end all nights. Uh, we hope we never have to talk about something like this again, but the Nationals game against the San Diego Padres has been suspended in the middle of the sixth inning due to gunshots being fired outside of Nationals Park. Now, as things stand, as we're taping this per the D.C. Police Department, there are four gunshot victims. We don't know much, though, beyond that. Thankfully, Mark is safe. Mark, I can't imagine what this evening has been like. How are you? I'm doing fine, Al. Thanks for asking and appreciate you know everyone who on Twitter and texting and otherwise was asking uh, how I and the others in the press box were doing. I can tell you that while there was a brief period of one or two minutes, I would say, where there was some confusion and a little bit of fear up there for all of us that something may be going on inside the stadium, it quickly became clear that what had happened took place outside and that we were never really in any danger and that the vast majority of people inside the stadium were never in any danger. So that's the good news. But that was certainly a first and not something you ever want to experience. And we'll, we'll get through it all here. But I can tell you, I heard the shots pretty clearly. And I, that's, I immediately thought to myself, that sounded like gunshots. And then it was about, from that point, about a five-minute period, I'm going to guess, where there was a lot of confusion, a lot of panic from some people before it all sort of settled down. And yeah, a strange night to be sure. And, you know, we just hope that everyone ultimately is okay. The shooting was reported to have taken place outside of the third base gate at Nationals Park. For those of you who were watching the game like I was, if you go back and rewatch as Masson is going to break, you do hear the gunshots. But in the moment, I mean, you're not anticipating hearing gunshots. So I know for me, I thought, well, someone's banging a drum or something. I mean, I don't even think twice about the noise. But sure enough, you can loudly hear the gunshots being fired. The audio of the radio call has made its way to social media already, and you can clearly hear the gunshots there. Not that this is funny, but you can hear Dave Jagler as he's thrown to break, sort of, you know, pause. I don't want to say stumble, but he kind of slows down of like, what the heck is that? And sure enough, we know now what it ended up being. There was obviously chaos. Uh, we saw fans storming for the exits. We saw the players running into the uh, the dugout and then into the clubhouse. People were retreating 
Nobody knew for sure, though, what had happened or was it as clear as could be that gunshots had been fired? So I think it's a a few steps that happen in the process. And I think it also depended on where you were in the stadium and what you were listening to at the time. So those who don't know Nationals Park, the press box is all the way up top and you have a a clear view and you can sort of hear everything that, that happened. So it was almost basically seconds after the final out of the top of the six was recorded. I could clearly hear to my left, so that would be somewhere along the third base side, what I would say was five or six gunshots. It sounded like bang, 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 like that. And it's one of those, you, you sort of pause for a moment, you say, what was that? Was that gunshots? Or maybe it was something else? And I thought to myself, now that sounded like gunshots. But nothing really else happened immediately. There was no immediate scrambling around of anything. And then I would say within a minute, Let's see, the Padres would have taken the field for the bottom of the sixth, and you could see at least one of the umpires had told all of them to leave the field. So they cleared the field quickly. And at the same time, and this is what I was really watching, there were hundreds, at least, if not maybe even a thousand fans that I could see from up top who were running from on the main concourse and sort of the left field corner from underneath the uh, main concourse stands over there and running towards the center field gate, which is kind of the main gate that most people use the ballpark, running and heading out of the park. And so at that moment, I'm thinking, yeah, something did happen. There were shots and it must have happened inside the park and along the third base line. But there was no other sounds at that point. And then I would say a minute or two after that, we saw some commotion on the first base side. And this is where you started to see people running down the stand, some jumping to take cover, some even running onto the field and into the dugouts as though that was what they felt like was the safest place. And that was the one moment that to me and I think us in the press box, we started to worry, is there some kind of coordinated event taking place inside the ballpark? And so we actually at that moment went down and sort of ducked under the desktop in the press box just to be sure. And then very quickly, the PA announcer, Jerome Hureska, came on and said, we ask all fans to please stay inside the park, that there was an incident outside the ballpark, but please do not try to leave. So it became pretty clear that whatever had happened was outside and that everybody inside was okay. And then from that point on, it took a little while till they continued to make announcements. People were trying to figure out what to do. uh, And eventually... They did say, go ahead and exit the ballpark, but only through center field and right field. So at that point, we kind of sensed, okay, whatever happened, it was on South Capitol Street, was outside the park. It was not something that was directed at the park or at people inside the park. Yeah, per the D.C. Police Department, the shooting happened on the 1500 block of South Capitol Street Southwest. Two people shot outside of Nationals Park. The D.C. Police Department then added that there were two additional victims associated with the incident who had walked into area hospitals for treatment of gunshot wounds. So, you know, why this happened, the circumstances under which this happened, we simply do not know. Now, as we inevitably get when these tragic situations occur, you get tales of heroism. And already something that's making the rounds is Manny Machado of the Padres having welcome fans into the Padres dugout, having, I guess, opened up the gate or allowed fans to come onto the field, get into the dugout. Uh, there certainly already is footage of fans, you know, running onto the field to get the heck out of there. So, uh, you know, pretty cool to see something like that having gone down. But man, I, I just watching the footage of people storming out of the park, you know, running outside the park 
it's frightening. I mean, you know, you go to a baseball game on a Saturday night in July to relax, to get away from all the, the troubles of life, and something like this happens. It's just, uh, just awful that something like this ever happens. But, I mean, especially at a baseball game. Like, of all the places to have to deal with something like that, a Nationals game is one of those places. Yeah, and I think that's probably what is most disturbing about it, that we understand that there are there is crime that takes place in this city, and there are neighborhoods not far from Nationals Park where things have happened. And I can tell you that in the years since the ballpark opened, I have not heard anything directly, but I've seen police activity and heard later on that something had happened in the neighborhood, not, again, not directly on the ballpark grounds or anything like that. So it is something that you're sort of aware of. But like I said, the fear for so many people in that moment, and this is sadly, as a society, what we now fear, was that this was some kind of mass shooting event or, God forbid, a bombing or or some kind of attack on the ballpark. Thankfully, it was not that. This was something happening outside, possibly even a drive-by shooting was one of the reports that was out there. So it appears this is just something that happened to happen outside the ballpark and was not directly related to anything happening inside it. But no, I can tell you that really since 9-11 and, and certainly over the years, it crosses your mind when you go to big sporting events that these are sometimes targeted events. And so I think that was the one little moment of fear for everyone. Thankfully, it wasn't anything like that. But I'll tell you, it's going to be strange on Sunday when we come back here and they're going to complete the game in the sixth inning at one o'clock. The initial word from the Nationals was that fans holding tickets and parking passes are welcome to come back for that. Then they're going to play the regularly scheduled game. It's going to be an odd environment, I'm sure. And I'm sure everyone's going to be a little bit more on edge than they would normally be. Yeah, so the mechanics of the baseball for the rest of the weekend, the suspended game will resume on Sunday afternoon at 105. The originally scheduled game for Sunday, the original 105 game, then will be played 25 to 45 minutes after the completion of the first game. Each game will still be a nine inning game, in case you're wondering about that. We'll talk about all the baseball stuff in the next installment of the podcast. Uh, this was another rough game for the Nats as things were going on on Saturday night, but uh, that clearly takes a backseat to everything that happened. Now, uh, neither Davey Martinez nor Mike Rizzo nor any players spoke on Saturday night, correct? No, there was no uh, access we asked, and they said there would not be any um, you know, official information coming from the team outside of the statement that they put out about the game being suspended. And, you know, I can understand that. I'm sure everybody's nerves are frazzled and they don't really know what to say at that point. It'll make for an interesting Sunday at the ballpark again. Not that this is at all the important part of any of this, but there was some question among all of us, was the game official? Because it was in the sixth inning, one team was ahead. They didn't just take the lead in the top of the sixth. You know, if that had been a uh, rain out, which was possible tonight, by the way, we were worried about storms all night and it never happened. That would be an official game. And the sense was that there's not really anything in the rule book that specifies what to do for an event like this. Not that anyone would ever have reason to plan for that. But I would assume we'll find out more. But I'm guessing that the commissioner's office, MLB itself, is who decided, no, this game will be continued and suspended, not called at that point, which I think in all fairness is is the correct thing to do. You know, some were also asking, why not just continue the game at that point if everything was safe inside the park? I think that would be a lot to ask of everyone to try to put their minds back on baseball in that moment, to ask fans to stay, to try to get into a ball game at that point. I think they made the right call here to complete the game from that point on Sunday. And we'll see what the environment's like. I don't really know what to expect. I would not be surprised if there are some people that just aren't comfortable coming to the game. That's their prerogative. I understand that. But the hope would be that 
Again, this had nothing to do with the game. It was completely outside of it. And that should be somewhat business as usual on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it would have been impossible to resume the game. Just so many fans had left, it bolted. So you're going to keep playing the game with all these fans having left. The other thing is, and I guess we'll find out more as the investigation into what happened continues, but okay, the gunshots stop and people feel like things have calmed down, but the actual perpetrator of the gunshots, has he been arrested? Was he himself or she killed? We don't know. So like maybe they stop for now. But how do you know 20 minutes later there wouldn't be round two of all this? I mean, I think there's no way you could have continued this thing. So I think certainly the right call was made in that regard. Well, what a last 24 to 48 hours here. I mean, starting with the Starling Castro thing, then the Nats giving up 24 runs. Not that that matters in any way right now, but just like, you know, thinking about that. And now gunshots leading to the suspension of a game on Saturday night. Can we just have a peaceful, tranquil Sunday for the Nationals? Can, can we just please have that uh, on this upcoming Sunday? Yeah, that would be nice. Um, I think everybody would appreciate that if it was possible. It's been a strange start to the second half. There's no getting around that. And, you know, there are baseball issues that have to be addressed as well. And there are things about this game that we can discuss on Sunday when we recap the actual game. But this was a very unusual way for a game to be disrupted, and hopefully it's one that we never experience again. No doubt. Well, I'm glad you are safe, my friend. I hope everyone who was at Nationals Park on Saturday night was safe, and I hope uh, the victims of this incident end up being ultimately okay. Well, uh, like I said, I hope we never, ever have to do an installment of the podcast like this one again. For Mark Zuckerman, I'm Al Galdi. We'll talk to you next time on the Nats Chat Podcast. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.